Hello again, and welcome to the Master's Voice. I am Celestial, and you are welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers, you are very welcome. This video is coming to you on BitChute, Brighteon, and Rumble. Will be uploaded to YouTube at another time. Building up my other channels. These are backup channels, but they serve a very useful purpose because at some time in the future, you never know when, YouTube might decide that certain content is simply against their ever-changing policies. And so it's a good thing to be subscribed to one or other of these channels. If you are a new person, you are very welcome. It's only on YouTube though that you can get access to playlists on, I think, Rumble and Brighteon, there are no playlists. But on BitChute, there are playlists and playlists that you might want to look at first because they are important are the sin series where God has been laying forth. I think this was at least a year ago. So this was for months in 2021. God was listing the sins that he has against the United States. This is homosexuality. This is abortion. This is the trans lifestyle. I've covered many of those prophecies. There are just one or two of those left to do, but I have covered those issues in depth. I've covered the fact that God says that the final judgment of America, um, along with natural disasters, this is fires, this is floods, this is earthquakes. This is even America experiencing the ground opening up and this horrible fast running lava coming out of the ground. All these things have been spoken of, so you can find all of those things in the Sin series. But the final end, one of the, the biggest markers, or two of the biggest markers that I should say, will come to the United States as punishment for her sins for being Mystery Babylon of Revelation chapter 17 and 18, is that there will be invasion by Russia and China, along with many allies in the end times, and also as you may have been hearing here steadfastly over the last six weeks, eight weeks, America is going to have her own war. So I was reading a prophecy just recently, can't remember which one, but I saw what was written there and what God basically said that America got herself into a very big international conflict. Yes, she could not keep her mouth closed. God said that this country never knows when to stop talking, when to hold her peace. She got herself into a huge international conflict and it brought war to her shores. And at that time, her neighbor to the north and all her neighbors to the south were touched with the suffrage of that war. And so these are realities that we must face. And the reason that the Lord has set me here for the last few years is that he wants his people to wake up. God wants the church to wake up. God wants the church to be informed. God wants the church to stop trafficking in these very widespread and influential lies that the church currently believes. And he wants his people to know what the end times are, what they entail. And most importantly, I can't stress what is required to face it. But now I have come to the place where I'm going to be looking at the beast prophecies. And as I was going over the blog today, I was happy to see that I've covered quite a few of the end times beast prophecies, quite a few of them. I've just got a few left. I was pleasantly surprised. I thought I had a ton left, but there are just a few. And these are mostly detail prophecies. And the benefit of detail in prophecy is, let me go to 
here, God is God says, right, that if a prophet comes and prophesies to you and they can say, I had a dream or I had a vision, but that thing does not come, then you shall not be afraid of that person. That person is not a prophet. But the upside of that is that when someone prophesies to you in extreme detail, such as the Lord has blessed me with being able to really break things down, not only showing you the scriptural application direct from the Bible, but also break them down in tiny details that as you go about your day into the future, you will see these details and think, I heard heard this on that channel, then there comes a time where detail will cease to be a marker and it will skip right across into the realm of proof. And so these little, little details that I've been seeing in my dreams, when I talk about how in the future, it really looks like the world will become horribly jumbled and twisted for a while. And I do have prophecies like that about some of the excruciatingly terrible things that we will see. And I'm not talking about aliens, mermaids, the coming of the Nephilim and the fallen angels. I'm not even going that far. I am talking about the fact that in order for this new world to rise, it is not going to share space with our old world. So you've been hearing recent prophecies about the crash of money. And I was explaining that the money that we use, the financial system that we use is extremely primitive to the lords, the overlords that are coming. It is like watching people barter and trade with sticks and stones. They have their own idea of what financial transactions should be like. So this new world that is coming is going to force a sort of a transcending of human beings. And it's going to start first with some external things I will discuss a lot of them in this prophecy. It's about one thing, but I've decided to add in a ton more so that the video can actually be helpful for viewers. It requires the death of the world that we know, everything that we know, the way we relate with one another, the thing we call society, even retail, how we do that. All of it has to die and be done away with because this new world that is coming was not geared for us. It was not geared for our happiness. There's a reason that these people have taglines like you will have nothing and be happy. People like to work and gain stuff. There's some kind of sense of achievement when you work and gain stuff. Well, Satan has a new idea that he will take away the stuff that you owned and then he will give you some kind of UBI equally balanced free stuff and then Hard workers are not going to be happy with that. People who are used to getting the reward of their sweat, which is what God told Adam, you will labor with sweat and then the earth will give you a reward. That world of achieve, work, and receive is going to be done away with. For a new world of equity, socialism, communism, all the isms are going to be present in this new world. A gray and dreary equality for all. And those who agree, they will be hunting people down and putting them to death. And people will be forced to go and live in that place that I just refer to as the fringe. So this prophecy is called keyless delivery and weighted floors. And I received it at the top of the year last year, March 21st, 2021. And the banner scripture is this. Let them bring forth and show us what will happen. Let them show the former things, what they be, that we may consider them and know the latter end of them or declare us for things to come. 
So this scripture is basically Isaiah saying, well, who is the prophet? Let that person tell us things of the past, what they were, and let that person also declare to us what shall the latter time be. So what will the future be like? What will things to come look like? Declare for us if you can. And by the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, I sure can. And so let us go to this extremely creepy dream. I dreamt that I was in that future time that I'm always talking about that many people will end up in. I dreamt that I came home tired and I went to bed. And then when I was sleeping, I saw in my dream through my door into the foyer that somebody entered my house and came and delivered packages. So they came in and I do not know to this day how these people got into my house. It was Amazon. How Amazon came into my house and made a delivery. But the fact that they came into my house made me extremely angry. So I was sleeping and yet I saw this, whether I saw it in sleep or I saw it as me celestial watching my own dream. Amazon came into my house and they made a delivery and I was extremely angry. But the part of it is that this was a way of life. I'm going to make other dreams that show what the way of life will be like, whether you are angry or not angry. It doesn't matter because that's the standard way of life. So it was called keyless delivery and Amazon. I don't know if they pioneered it, but I knew that they did it all the time and they were constantly going into people's houses if they weren't home. And even when the people were there, Amazon would not just leave the package outside like they're supposed to. They were now entering the homes and I don't know how and they were delivering packages and they told people this is to prevent theft. So this is to ensure that you get your delivery. But I hated that feature because I felt that it was too much of an imposition and that it was destroying my privacy and my sovereign right to decide who I want to come into my house. It's a very strange thing when someone can just open your door and drop a package and you never gave them a key. So to this day, I don't know how they did it. It was called keyless delivery. So Amazon could come in. So um, even though I was in bed asleep, I saw through the wall into the foyer where my packages have been dropped and the packages were glowing in the hallway. This is something that is in perhaps the next dream I will do. The packages were glowing in the hallway because in the future, you are not going to be getting this this cardboard box. So you will not be getting the brown cardboard with the Amazon stripe. You will be getting, we will be getting living plastic that covers the packages and the plastic is biometric. The plastic is living. It is living in that if someone touches a a package, if the package is for Susan and anyone that is not Susan particular last name linked to her Amazon account touches the package, the package is alarmed. It is going to let off an alarm, but that is not the only um, particular detail of this living plastic or this living cellophane that will cover the packages not only will it monitor for touch, it is going to have ads on the package. So if Amazon is having a special on socks, or if Amazon is having a sale at Thanksgiving for certain kinds of Thanksgiving decorations or something like that, these ads play on top of your package like TV. The same way you watch an ad on a tablet or a TV, 
the ads are alive playing on the package. So it's an extremely strange sight. And I've seen this in at least two dreams. And then God said something that really chilled me and depressed me. And this is in my sleep. He spoke this to me. He said, Celestial, in those days, even the floor will be touch sensitive. It will be weighted. It will either be a floor that is able to monitor and register the presence of the owner by the touch of their feet, or it will be weighted according to what the owner weighs with a few adjustments made for a few pounds gained or lost. In other words, the floor will know the owner's weight and know it's supposed to be just her in her apartment. If anything so much as enters the apartment besides her, even something as light as a cat, that thing will be registered, monitored, and reported. The data of extra weight and the time it entered the house will be sent to faceless people that you don't know, and it will be registered against your name for future use. So this means that the Lord is saying that in the times that are ahead, the houses that we will be given are living boxes that will monitor and watch people. And you can just catapult straight to the novel 1984 for that. In that book, the house wasn't watching them, but the streets and everything else was monitored by these massive screen TVs that were constantly showing them ads and propaganda and constantly relaying information to their minds from Big Brother. And in their homes, they had these large screen TVs that could watch them. And the TV had people watching them all the time, such that if they even went to the bathroom too long, someone would speak out of the TV and say, citizen so-and-so, you have been away from the monitor for too long. Come out. So you were not allowed to go to your bedroom until it was sleeping time. And if you went to the bathroom to ease yourself, you were not allowed to stay there too long or an announcement would be made into your home that you were absent from your monitoring. You had to sit and watch that TV all the time. They were not allowed books. They were not allowed personal pursuits. They just had to sit there and watch the programming that was being shown to them. And so the Lord is saying that this floor will be part of a living box that we will live in. And the floor will either be able to monitor your presence by the touch of your feet on the floor. That's one kind of floor, or it will be a weighted floor that is able to know it's you give or take a few pounds that you put on or take off during the year. But if anything should enter the apartment, if you are a woman and a man enters the apartment with you at night after you go wherever and you come back to do whatever, if you are a man and a woman enters with you, if you are a single person or if you are a family and you guys get a dog, if if any new element about your life changes, such as getting a family dog, the floor will know something new has come in. It is too big to be a chimpanzee. I mean, it is too big to be a family monkey. It is too big to be a hamster. By the weight, it is a dog. And by the specific weight, it falls within this class of dog. It will be that nitty gritty. And that information will be shipped off just the way, just the way all these things, the computer and everything else ships off information and it will be registered against your name. And the way the Lord was saying this, it will be registered against your name. This is 
extreme invasion of privacy that most people, especially here in the United States, cannot conceive of, and yet this will be life. And so I was so depressed hearing from God that even the living accommodations that we will be given in those days um, will be like that. And so I was saying here, just as part of the teaching, that these are some of the things that Christians fail to understand. As, as God told us, you know, be watchful and, you know, be vigilant, watch and pray. Many people have this belief that when Satan finally stands up to do things, Satan is going to do these great, grandiose gestures that we can say, aha, there is the beast system, aha, there is the beast system. And yet, if you're honest, a majority of people in America did not even know that the beast stretched its arms and stretched its legs in 2020. It's the first time anyone living saw all the nations around the world in unison implement the same policies, the same rules, the same regulation, the same stay at home. Seamlessly, it came upon us like midnight darkly. It just struck and nation after nation after nation began to comply. What do we think they were complying with? This was literally the crowning, the, the lifting up of the head of the beast system. And I have to tell you, I know that these people counted this a great victory for their movement. So the rise of the beast system, Satan's way is always to remain hidden until it serves him. Because Satan, I always try to tell people, this is an ancient evil. Satan has put more people in their grave than we can count. And these were people that God loved. When you hear about the marchers, when you hear about the people um, in persecuted countries who lose their lives, what, do we think that these are people that God does not love? These are people that the Lord loves and they still perished. Why? Because Satan is an extremely efficient contract killer. He will never reveal the end game until it's the very moment that suits him. So, um, the new world order is a kingdom built without hands. And this is a phrase that the Lord was giving me for many years. My daughter, this will be a kingdom built without hands. What it means is that the rise of the new world order, even though it has human minions helping unseen beings that stay in the background for now, this kingdom is primarily a spiritual kingdom. This is why we need to bear in mind it's so important to stay in the word of God and to build up the spiritual aspect of yourself more than you build up any physical attributes that you have. We are going into a future that is highly dependent on the ability to be able to think spiritually, make spiritually motivated decisions, do spiritually influenced things. If you are dull in your understanding and you don't have discernment and it is hard for you to hear God because you are afraid, you are scattered, you have 10,000 thoughts in your mind, or worse, you have a completely wrong theology walking around out there at this late stage, still thinking that Mystery Babylon is the Catholic Church or it's Rome. If you are still laboring in those misconceptions, you are at the very back of the line in terms of being ready 
for the things that are coming. Mystery Babylon is right here in the good old US of A, the seat of the beast, his crowning glory, the place he will rule from and destroy greatly among the holy people. And so we constantly have to be on the watch in a spiritual manner for the coming of this kingdom. And so let me just share a few details from dreams that I've already covered. I will try to link as many as I can in the description so that it can be helpful. One of the things that um, I've seen, and I have mentioned it quite a while in, in previous prophecies, is the coming of a new city. So I, I, I've been seeing this new city for quite a while. You can find out more about that city in the prophecy that is called Modded, Modded, M-O-D-D, Ed. And this new city is quite beautiful. It looks like something that Walt Disney would conceive of. It's made of a metal. Whenever I speak of this metal, then people start saying it's graphene. It's not graphene. Please do not get stuck in your understanding. There are tons of things that are coming in the future that have never been floated before our eyes before, never been spoken about. Ever since graphene came up, people have just lost it everything is graphene. Stop being pedantic and stuck in the mud when it comes to your thinking. Some people have said, maybe it's vibranium. Remember that they never showed us what vibranium looks like from Wakanda. This metal is blue. It looks like steel, but it looks like if you mixed steel with glass. It has a beautiful sheen. It is extremely malleable. You can make a building like a corkscrew from this metal, from this substance. We have never seen a corkscrew building because the building materials that we have now can only do so much. So the, the architects can only do so much. This city, you can even design a building that has angel wings out of this metal. It is blue. It is a blue, a lightish blue metal that depending on the angle you're looking at, it can sometimes look silver. That is what it looks like. That's not graphene. That's not anything you've ever seen. It is bendable and it has the ability to look like blown glass. Many buildings I saw were made of this metal. And I said that this thing has harmonics to it. When the wind blows through this city that I keep seeing in the spirit, it sounds like the city is singing like, oh, something like that. When the wind is blowing through the buildings, it creates sound. So yeah, another metal that I've seen, the metal that I've seen on uh, the door handles, the metal that I've seen on the door handles is just an ordinary looking gray. But when you touch it, this metal is alive. Like the floors that I just spoke of, this metal is responsive to touch. When you touch it, it glows up. It glows up white. And then the door says, welcome, steward. It knows you by touch. So when it's not touched, it's just an ordinary gray look. But when you touch it, it comes alive. And God says, this city, this thing that I just call the new city, it is a fake version of the new Jerusalem. And there's a prophecy. I'm not going to make a video for that because the entire prophecy was just me watching a steel metal city coming out of heaven to the ground. I saw a complete city that looked like maybe ancient Israel or ancient Babylon or ancient Assyria. You know how these 
old cities would look. They didn't actually have windows, so they would just cut out a hole in the wall. That's a window. The next hole, it was like that. It was a whole thing coming down out of the city, and the whole dream was just it getting closer and closer and closer, and God just showing me the coming of this metal kingdom, the fourth beast, the final kingdom is nearing. This is why Daniel called it the kingdom of iron that mixes with the clay, the coming of extreme technological marvels that we have never seen before. Christians, please hear the heart of God. Please hear what saves people. It's not arguing about scripture verses online that will save you. One of the things that will save us is what does your heart love? The Bible says that if you're friends with the world, you're an enemy of God and you listen to it and it sounds pretty harsh, but what it means is the world is about to go through a specific transformation and it's not going to be an ugly one. You out there that doesn't like your face, they are going to offer you a completely new self if you want it. A whole new you. So if there are self-esteem issues, I don't like this. I wish I had a double eyelid like they do in America, Asian people. Because God made your eyes. The eyes are working just fine. But there is like a craze to hate the eyes God gave you. You need an extra eyelid like the Americans. Because God didn't know what he was doing when he made you. If there's anything that you don't like... This new kingdom will offer you a much better value. And I'm going to share something that the genius, beautiful God made me understand later. I'll get to it. In fact, I'm going to say it now. He says that in those times, there will be reverse aging. That's it. You're going to go back to your 20s. Everything that you liked about the bloom of youth. But listen to how he mentioned it will be done. He said it will be eternal life for sale. It is a lie. It is a trick, but he says it will be done through elixirs and potions. Now I have written this in the prophecies before, but I just wrote it. But now today, the understanding came into my heart of this thing. And this is why I love to go back over these messages. They open up just like the ground gets soft when the animals just keep plowing and plowing. That's how the field is broken up. The more I go over them in the written form, understanding comes to me. In the cartoons, in the Walt Disney movies, how is the witchcraft and the magic always done? What did they give Ariel when she was like, oh, I love the man upstairs. I want to be with him. What did they give her? They gave her something to drink. And when she woke up, she had legs. Of course, that is a fiction. Mermaids can give themselves legs by themselves, those witches. But I'm just saying, The elixirs and the potions that people are given will temporarily give the result you want. But God says it is a costly and a killing metamorphosis. Do you know why? You will take this thing and the apples of your cheeks will just go right up and your youth will come zipping back. And for a while you will be the bell of the ball. But when it ends because it is spiritual witchcraft and manipulation. Your real face will come back 
but it'll be 10 years older. Oh, Satan, Satan, what a trickster. It will be 10 years older than before you drank the first one. Now do you see how people will get sucked into this? With you looking 10 years older in your real format, you have two options. You can repent and stay that way until Jesus comes to rescue you and give you a new body in the real new Jerusalem. Or you can, as women typically will, I can't have this. You go back for potion two. And this time they'll yank you back to when you were 16, which is even better. But when you come out, you look 25 years older. This is the trap. This is why I'm asking the question, Christian, what do you love? By what you love, by what you lust after, by running after the lies on the Gaia channel, the Anunnaki, an ancient, ancient breed with lots and lots of wisdom, those witches are coming back to destroy mankind, but they are being sold on this channel as the best hope that we have to be better than we are. If anyone lusts after these rejected sons that God cast out of his presence, who came and redesigned themselves down here, if you join their merry band of lies by those very lies that takes anyone who follows after them, you will be destroyed. This is what the elixirs and the, po and the potions will do. They will offer a snow white fairy tale reversal that can only last for a time, but because it is satanic manipulation, a lying wonder that you can find out exists in 2 Thessalonians 2 verses 9 to 13. Because it is only a temporary portion of this greater delusion coming to mankind, it cannot offer a permanent lasting fix like God offers in his kingdom. Entry into God's blessings requires us to be patient, faithful, and endure to the end. But Satan will come and say, why are you suffering with this injury? I've got titanium legs. You lost your legs in Vietnam. You lost your legs in Iraq. Come and get the titanium brand new adamantium skeleton. You will be better than Wolverine. And you pick that stuff up. You have entered into the realm of transhumanism. There is no receptiveness of you getting into heaven after that. And so new metal and a fake new Jerusalem, God says this age that is coming will feature the very latest cutting edge technology, the very latest. One of the things that I saw, I just call it assisted AI living, assisted AI living. So the positive side of it, we have already seen this in life. He says it is AI that is seamlessly integrated with a person's preferences. So it's this Alexa, play Smokey Robinson, Alexa, Siri, do this. And they do it. Right now they are in their passive format. And God says that the aim is to create a culture dependent upon AI and the AI knows you. So there's something that's in all of us. 
It's the desire for communion. It's the desire for companionship. But because we are in the age that the Bible says the love of many will grow cold, you find that friendships are not what they used to be. You cannot depend on friends anymore. Many people found out in 2020 that the people they counted lifelong friends were nothing more than those who would peel away through great differences of opinions, great differences between Christians in what they believe about God, about authority, about the government, about Satan, about the end times, friendships that had been there for 20 and 30 years, family relationships that have been there for longer were torn in two when we were put to the test for the first time and they will only get worse. So the loneliness of many people is a very real thing in this world. And the AI will come to seamlessly fill that gap. It will learn your preferences. It will get used to what you like. And for a while, in its passive manifestation, its passive shape, it will respond to your needs and make you feel very good. You look very nice in that yellow dress today, Clarissa. It will tell you that you look good, it will tell you what suits you, but that is only for a while. This is called companion AI. They will offer this for people who are sick, who can't get out much. They will say, why don't you have a shut-in AI, either wired into your home or a physical doll or robot or something, I don't know. They will have AI for the elderly to make the care of elderly people easier and more seamless. They will say things like, isn't it horrible our frontline workers working these brutal shifts? We're bringing in the AI nurses to take some of the weight off you. And whenever things are presented in a helpful manner to human beings, they always say yes. God says there will even be AI for the single. And I went into this in some quite detail in the prophecy called the new man. AI for the single, it was mostly living sex dolls. These dolls that people make, people are having these disgusting custom-made dolls. These people are even ordering dolls and sending in a picture of a face with the face of a girl they like, sending it to the sex company, saying, make the doll and put the face of this person on it. Meanwhile, that girl has no idea that she is the face of your thing thing that you're having made. Well, this technology is going to go a step further. These dolls are going to be able to move, walk, and talk just like I'm sitting here. And I was saying that won't that be great because now you can get a new wife who you can program to do everything that your old wife would not. Living sex dolls, actively living dolls that God says that AI is living, but since AI is basically soulless, the presence of Satan himself, what is inside that doll, it's a demon. The doll will be inhabited by a demonic presence. And at first it will be willing, male and female, it will be willing and it will do all you need. But the end of that, God says, if you copulate with these dolls, you have basically given yourself over to spiritual demons that will rule you and destroy you. So he says that these things, this companion AI life, is to give a false sense of security, but eventually it will take over. How will it take over? Well, you'll be on the highway one day in your electronic Ford Mustang and you will just feel 
That's what this country is built on. And you will push Bruce Springsteen in there and you will want to blast born in the USA at maybe a hundred decibels and you'll crank it up and the car will crank it right back down to 10 decibels and tell you it is structurally unwise to listen to loud music when operating heavy machinery. And you'll be like, um, okay, whatever. And you will crank it back up and she will crank it back down. And then she will put a child lock on it. And for the rest of your journey, as long as you are operating the vehicle, you will listen to it at 10% and you will not be allowed to crank the sound up. You will wake up and say, I've got that dinner tonight. I think I'm going to wear the red dress. And she's going to say that red is a hussy color that does not suit you. The yellow dress has been chosen for you. And that is what you're going to wear. And when you try to go to your closet where the red dress is, it's going to be seamlessly vacuum locked. And the only part of the closet that will open is where the yellow dress is. And you can go to the party, party naked or you can wear that dress. That is what they're going to be like false sense of security, lull human beings to give over more and more power and dependence and then eventually take over. Another thing, I've already covered the reverse aging and the potions. Another thing that I've mentioned in a prophecy called designer banking is that they will start to scan people's palms. So the storyline at that time, which is one of the things that is not so far off. The storyline will be that, you know, fingerprints are no longer as individual as God says they are. The storyline will now be that, oh, your fingerprint can be hacked. And didn't you see what, what Tom Cruise did in Mission Impossible, just a fake overlay? We now need to get the entire shape structure of your hand and your palm can't be duplicated. The whole hand can't be faked. So now they will start to scan palms. And I saw that in the future, some kind of console at the bank grew up out of the ground. So there was nothing there. And then you come and as soon as you come, the console grows up out of the ground and it was made of a clear, glassy plastic, like with blue lights inside the plastic. So the console looked blue, but it was actually something clear. And when the blue light came on, it meant the console was active. And then you scan your palm and that is how you got your banking done. And I saw that they will take away human beings working in industries. So I will mention only two industries. One of them is that I saw less human beings helping in retail stores. So there will come emptier and emptier stores. And we're already seeing that now. There's 50 people in a line and there are only two people at the checkout. And yet um, they say that the job market is booming and everybody has a job, but okay. But what will happen is I saw less and less people helping in retail because there were more and more scannable ways like your palm or a card or something or your eye. So you could basically serve yourself in the stores and stores were basically making much more profit because they had no workers and they were still making money because people still needed to eat and stuff like that. But a very sad thing that God was telling me about is that this 2020 conditioning of six feet apart, it was actually done to destroy social empathy, us getting used to having one another in close proximity by bringing in fear, like, no, don't do this and don't cough on me. But it was done to, to tear apart the, the social fabric. And one of the things that I saw is that 
they started letting AI do more and more stuff in the medical industry. So it was no longer a well-trained doctor that would test you and read your vitals and read your results and, and sit with you and give you the diagnosis in a humane way and then try to work out why don't we pursue Avenue A, Avenue B, Avenue C for care. They let AI scan people. It was a whole body scan. And this actually came through in the prayer call I keep talking about concerning AI. I will release that when the time is right. Um, they would scan your whole body and then they would just tell you, you have 31 efficiency in your left eye and 15% efficiency in your right eye. You have a 90% good heart, but your lungs are only 14% working. They broke people down into this cold and impersonal pie chart evilness. And then there was no doctor there to give you your final diagnosis. The AI talked to you about your chances. And sometimes if your chances just looked crummy, the AI informed you that they would not be proceeding with care because it was not optimal. So they were not going to fight for you. If the cancer looked bad, they were not going to fight for you. If the disease had spread more than your last visit, they would tell you that it was not worth the use of resources and materials to try and save you because you were deteriorating too fast and it was not optimal for society to spend money on saving you. God showed me this. I'm not in the medical field. I don't know what they're doing out there. So... They will remove the human touch from real life as much as possible. God says that it will be a time of forced retirement. They will begin to greatly pare down industries, cut down industries, take people's livelihoods around them and replace them with machines that can work better and faster and give a much more massive output, which increases profit. And they will also work on a forced removal of the elderly. This thing that they call so-called mercy killing euthanasia, they're going to make it legal and they're going to say it's an option. And many times the hands of families will be forced. You have the money. You want to keep your wife on the, the life support thing. You can afford it. They will tell you it is not optimal. She's 51. And you'll say, I have the money. I can afford the bed. And they will just tell you, no, it's not about the money. It's about what is optimal for society. So they are definitely going to try to forcibly remove the elderly. And 2020 proves that quite right. I've spoken in many videos about the coming of the social credit score. It is a score that is tied to your, it will link your earning. It will link your bank. It will link your your friendships, the people that you know, it will link your social media ranking. So you may have um, social media and your social credit score will definitely be pulling data from how many likes you get on your pictures, how many people like you, how many people don't like you. So if people are consistently giving you two and three stars, even though all other aspects of your life are working, the social credits algorithm will determine that you're not a very likable person and you will just find your score dropping. So that means if people just start giving you negative reviews just to ruin your life, you will find yourself riding coach, even though you make enough money to ride first class on whatever is the best first class airlines. 
other people will have too much buy-in into your existence. This thing will monitor people. It will contain an online wallet. It will give outside external access to your, um, what is the word? Your money, your money, your earnings. The social credit score will encapsulate everything about you. And here's the thing. Most people don't do well with criticism. It affects them too much at a personal level. And this is because most people care too much what other people think. And so there will be a strong compulsion, even in the hearts of people who say, I don't care about that. I don't care about that. Well, when it affects your mortgage, you might find yourself having to be fake friendly to people that you don't like, perhaps your neighbors, because you know that if they keep negative review bombing you on your registration, your mortgage is going to spike because the bank will say, well, you're not likable and you have a higher rate of default because people hate you. We're going to put your insurance in the highest possible bracket because you have too many one-star reviews. You might go to the hospital and they tell you, you can't get the best care because everybody hates you. So we hate you too. This is the distressing reality of this thing. And the last thing is the hunting down of rebels. There's no need to go into that. I've spoken often of people who like their guns, the sons of freedom, people who will want to push back, people who will want to say, I don't agree, people who will start going to their weekly or monthly wellness checks and having a meltdown. And why do I need to talk to Siri? Siri, you work for me. And the AI is like, you have something pulsing in your forehead, Abraham. Are you angry? And you're like, of course I'm angry. And then those men in black just burst into the room to monitor the rest of your session. These are realities. They sound whimsical, but I've always said these depressing movies where everybody wears the same gray onesie, these movies have been made longer than my lifetime. If we do not realize that these movies are actually predictive programming, they are sent to condition people for what is coming, then it will be very difficult for us. And something that the Lord said to me, I will share here with you. There is a movie that I saw in 2002. I thought it was a great movie. At that time, the Lord hadn't said boo to me. So I had no idea what I was watching. I just thought it was a great movie. The Lord said that life will be exactly like the movie Minority Report. It is still a great watch up to now. Do yourself a favor and try and catch it and see what I'm talking about. God bless you. This is Celestial with the Master's Voice. May you keep your peace. One of the things God said in one of these recent prophecies is that my people who know me, nothing can shake their faith in me. There's too many people tapping out. Just imagine, we're just at we're just at the cusp of things. We're just starting, we're just starting to see the growing of the evil tree. And I get people here, I hate this evil world. What are you going to do? When the laws change for real, I have not finished the morality prophecies. What will you do? when the 60-year-old man is allowed to marry and sleep with the 10-year-old girl. And even worse, I know everyone is like, that's pedophilia, but what will you do when the mystery of iniquity and lawlessness is at work so bad in those days that it's the 10-year-old who proposes to that old man? What will you do when the hearts of children want old men and women as partners, you won't even be able to get mad anymore 
because it sounds like, oh, the laws will change and then the, the pedos will prey on the children. I assure you, these children, they're already hunting down married men at age 15. Is it inconceivable to knock a few years off the age and take it to nine or 10 and think that such a child doesn't want to be in bed with a 31-year-old man? If your heart is failing now, and you're saying this evil world, it means that your stamina is low. And the Bible says in Proverbs that if you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small indeed. The Bible also says only those who endure to the end. Endurance is a hard weather fruit. You only grow it when times are tough. So that means if times are tough now, this is the perfect opportunity to ask yourself, where is my endurance? I had better get digging and start building up some because these things are not going to go away for anyone. It's good advice. If the times will not change for you, that means that you must rise to the occasion and be prepared to meet the times. God bless you, and until I see you again, goodbye.